This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. They couldn't believe I didn't watch The Office. I've never seen The Office. Don't know about The Office. <laughs> Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Sings it for the end zone. Caught by Kelsey on a slant. Touchdown, Kansas City. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Jay Tittleman, a three for the tie. Off the backboard, it's gone. Jay Tittleman makes it in. Off the buzzer, and we've got overtime. Everything happening in the sports world. As you know, Monty, Vaughn's been working on a couple of new pitches, the Eliminator and the Humiliator to complement his fastball, the Terminator. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I fear the Reaper today. Yeah, because I, I feel too. I just feel like death warmed over today. <laughs> I really do. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson, and quite possibly the most worn-out man in McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Are you okay? I'm hanging in there. I think there. that's what I'm going to ask you on Wednesdays now for a while. Well, Wednesday, are you okay? Wednesdays are really a, a busy day around here, of course. Uh, most of the high school sports are Tuesday, Thursday, with some of them on Friday, uh, you know, with the baseball, tennis, and things like that. Uh, then you have some Saturday sports, too. But the, Tuesday is always the busy, busiest day. Well, you've been slaving away in the back office. You have been posting stories to midkansasonline.com. What is your total number for today of stories that you've posted? Well, I, I have no idea. I kind of lost track. But there's like, I think there's about 20 of them up there. I did I did not do a sell on sports day simply because I didn't have time to write one. We all, You and I uh, uh, went out this afternoon and attended a couple signings. Maya Kretzer going to your mighty Baker Wildcats and She'll be, uh, you know, you'll be a kindred spirit with her now. That That's right. Since you're a Baker alum, and and then uh, Michaela Bauer signed, uh, kind of, she's going down to my old stomping grounds. There she you knew go. she's going to attend the Osho County to play volleyball. So congratulations, though, to uh, those two young ladies. They did a great job in the interviews with us. Uh, really handled themselves with aplomb. Uh, very sophisticated, very mature, and uh, really did a great job. Very excited for Maya to be at Baker University, and Michaela, I, I told her and her, her parents that my memories of Neosho County Community College come from my college baseball days, and they are not very positive memories for I me. I played a lot of golf down in, Chanute is where Neosho County is, and I played tons of golf tournaments, uh, had a couple of my best friends uh, that I played golf against from out of town, Mike Sutcliffe, he's a radio guy in Chanute, and uh, um has been a friend since I was 10 years old. I, I keep, I still keep up with him. Uh, you know, it's 50 years later. We, we started knowing each other when we were 10 and here it is, you know, I'm, he's 61 and I'm 62 and still keep in touch. So Chanute's a real nice town. I think Michaela Bowers will really enjoy it down there. Yeah. My time playing baseball against the mighty Neosho Panthers involves, I believe four, like 18 to nothing games. And the Osho has been really good. Steve Murray was, I don't know if he's still the coach he's still there. there. He's, he, uh, he's, he actually was at independence at one time before he went to the Osho and he's built in the Osho into just an absolute power down there. They are an absolute power. And of course 
Maya joining the ranks of all of the finest and best, brightest minds at Baker University. I told her that today. I, I, well, you also told her the best eating spots. So El Patron. Okay. Anybody that is a, a Baker University grad. Is or, that in Baldwin? Or oh, you, it's in Baldwin. Okay. There's nothing better than El Patron, and I can, I can guarantee you that. Steve, I, I just pulled up the Neosho County schedule for when they played Baker University. There was a 9 to nothing win and a 15 to 2 win. Then we played them later on in the year in a 10 to nothing win, 10 to 1 win. And that's pretty amazing cuz Baker a 4-year program, Neosho a 2-year program. Generally, you would think the 4-year programs would have the edge with the older guys. I would not. But <laughs> <laughs> I would but, not think they would have an edge. But Neosho, yeah, they've just had some great players and and I think some former bullpups have gone down. Is that where Marcus McDaniel was? I it think was. Marcus McDaniel was that was one of the guys down there. And of course, he's out at Fort Hayes now. So a big congrats to them. Steve, you and I were very busy yesterday as well. Not only have you been busy today, and we've been running around all over the place. We got an opportunity to talk to Coach Steve Henson today for University of Texas at San Antonio. We're going to play our audio with him on Friday afternoon's show because he's going to be speaking at Central Christian College next week, next Thursday. We had a chance to talk to him today and enjoyed that conversation, but yesterday was an absolutely loaded day of bullpup sports. You and I were up in Salina covering the two baseball games. They were able to win one of the two. Softball was also able to win one of the two. A huge day for track, a huge day for tennis. Everybody was rolling yesterday. Did soccer. I miss one girl soccer? That was a win over circle. So just a massive day yesterday. Yeah, it really was. And, and that's what Tuesdays are going to be for the next probably four to five weeks. Tuesdays are just are really going to be loaded. We also had a ton of McPherson area schools in action. I got stories. Inman, Little River, Mound Ridge, Smoky Valley, Heston. Uh, who am I missing? I didn't get anything. If Illyria... Had tracked me, I didn't get anything on it, but I think I, I pretty much had something from everybody uh, today. So very busy day in the area as well, in addition to McPherson High. We're going to have a limited show here today because the Royals were on whenever we were supposed to be on the air. So Denny Matthews and Steve Fiziok, they have bumped us in their series finale with the Twins. And we're going to have the same schedule tomorrow because the Royals will play again in the afternoon against Detroit. They'll be on the road but we just wanted to kind of run through everything that happened yesterday, and then tomorrow will be a little bit more of previewing with what's going to happen. Well, actually, we probably just won't have a show tomorrow because the Royals will be on in the afternoon, and then we've got bullpup baseball beginning at 4 o'clock. So That's right. Our According to Jim show will be a baseball broadcast at the Grant Sports Complex. But yesterday, a really, really good day for track. I wanted to go through a lot of those numbers from yesterday. Maybe as good individual day especially on the girls' side for McPherson I's team, as I can remember over the last two years with so many individual winners, a whole lot of individual second-place finishes. What a great day that they had. Seven first-place finishes by seven different girls. So that shows you the depth that uh, Coach Pav has this year. He's real excited about both teams. Of course, on the boys' side, they're really good in the throws with Cody Stuffelbean, DVG, Dawson Van Gotham, and then that 4 by one relay team. Uh, they're really good. You got Brandon Yao, you got Gage Shook, you got Taylor Huff. Then, of course, the bus. The bus is in there. So, oh, yeah. Bus, by the way, a two-sport athlete. He played in a golf tournament on Monday and then track on Tuesday. So the bus keep him busy in his senior year. Oh, yeah. Well, on the girls' side, they had a first-place finish in the 100 hurdles with Emma Ruddle, a first-place finish in the high jump from freshman Ryan Swanson, 
First place in the triple jump from Autumn Allen. First place in the shot put from Grace Pyle. First place in the 800 with Cassidy Beam, which I guess maybe I didn't realize how fast that she was. And I know yeah. she's very quick, but I don't think I realized right. how fast she well, was. Well, she runs cross country, you know, in the fall. So. Emily Horton with a first place finish in the 400. Janae Spake with a first place finish in the 200. Emma Ruddle almost was able to win in the 100. Just an unbelievably impressive day. And I think those are the comments that we saw from Coach Pav as well. Yeah, he was. he's just real excited. And, and you know, they haven't even really scratched the surface this year. They go to Marion on Friday. That's a meet they probably will do very well at. Uh, they'll see some smaller schools. Now, they were there were not very many schools down at Newton yesterday, but they were all bigger schools than the right. Bullpups. They, a lot of 6A schools, uh, three city league schools. I think it was North, Capon, and Carroll. And then Bueller was there, Newton was there, McPherson was there. So for the Bullpup girls to win and the boys to get second, that's a pretty good finish. And then for us, when we were up at baseball yesterday, I thought we saw two pretty good performances from the McPherson I baseball team. They lost game one to Salina Central 9-3, to but I don't think that score was really indicative of what that game was because it was a 3-2 lead for McPherson in the fourth inning. They were fielding the ball very well. I thought they were having very good at-bats. And then they unraveled a little bit in the last couple of innings. And Coach Gerstner and his staff, they almost had a heart-to-heart with yeah, their team. I think, to me, that game was a fork in the road. They could have just either totally collapsed for the season or moved forward. They've already played six games now. Right. I mean, I mean, after Thursday, they're almost halfway through their schedule as of Thursday. And Coach Gerstner said they had a little, you know, it was time to do some soul-searching because – that was a team that really, once it started going south in that first game, they just collapsed. And boy, did they come out with a different attitude, had some confidence in that second game, had big innings, swung the bats finally. They have not been swinging the bats well and got some good pitching, just a real good win over Topeka West. So a good win in game number two, and we'll talk a little bit about it. Well, we can talk about it today because we won't get a chance to talk about it tomorrow, but a couple of really big games for the McPherson I baseball and softball teams and league play against Bueller. Bueller is a lot like McPherson. Graduated a really good senior class. They had some great meetings a season ago, and I get the feeling that tomorrow's doubleheader will be very good. Yeah, and right now, I think the biggest thing that I see uh, for all the teams, you know, even the teams the Bullpups are playing, pitchers are having trouble throwing strikes. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of walks, a lot of long games. We got fortunate yesterday. The second game ended in five innings. We got done in less than two hours. First game was about two hours and 15 minutes, but there's a lot, you know, everybody's averaging about a walk an inning and you only want to, you only want to throw three, you want three walks or less in a high school game. And right now pitchers, not just McPherson, but the teams are playing. Everyone's having trouble throwing strikes. Steve, I want to direct everybody to midkansasonline.com and not talk about everything as much because I want you to get some, some traffic for all of your work today. And by the way, the magazines. Oh, that's right. The Mid-Kansas Spring Sports Magazine. It's been online for the last 10 days or so, but we have the hard copies now. Uh, you can stop by the office. I'll have them out at the baseball game tomorrow, the softball game tomorrow, soccer game tomorrow. There's some out at the high school. We have some here at the station. And then I'm uh, in the process. I think I've already got five schools covered as far as getting the magazines delivered. Our good buddy, Shad Marston taking care of Canton Galva for us. So uh, he's going to just can't believe that you put all this responsibility on other people. It's not like they have to drive them to Kansas city. You got to drive it over to Canton. You can do it, but, but it just saves me a trip, but you can do it. 
But these people, they, they enjoy getting... Do you think they really enjoy... I think, I think they enjoy... Do you think they really I enjoy... I think they enjoy helping us out. They're... they're these, are my, these are my people. See, our good friend Chad, he probably put those magazines in his car and said, God, that freeloader Steve Sell. <laughs> he just thinks I can drive him everywhere. I think it should have been you. He was real excited to do it, though. Take him down to Mound Ridge. He says, I'll have him at the school by 745 tomorrow. Take him to Mound Ridge. Take him to Inman. I've Smoky got, Valley. I, I got, think you could do it. I got the bruiser taking care of Mound Ridge. No one does it better than the bruiser. I think these people, they you owe them. I do. You owe them. I do. What can you, what can you give them? Take them all to lunch. How's that? I'll be ready to see it. I'll be ready to see it when that happens, Steve. But magazines are here. Come pick some up. Before we close things up for the day, Steve, one of the big headlines from yesterday, the Alliance of American Football, Alliance of something football, the AAF. I, ha- I haven't even paid attention to it, to be honest. It's I just, done. I, I know Trent Are you Richard- upset? The only thing I know, Trent Richardson, who was the, one of the big all-time busts in the draft, uh, was playing Alliance of American Football. That's what it okay, is. Okay, well, I didn't pay any attention to it, so it doesn't matter to me. Steve Spurrier was a head coach for the Orlando team. The old ball team. coach. I think they were the Apollos. Okay. The Orlando Apollos. Okay. Are you surprised that this league didn't work? No. There's, there's only one league. There's the NFL, and then there's nothing else. The rationale that I have for it is there's only room for one league where they play normal football. Arena football, I think that could work because it's different. It's not the same brand of football where this AAF was essentially the same thing. But it would be like watching AAA baseball and expecting AAA baseball to do as well as the major leagues in terms of attendance, in terms of popularity. This league was never, ever, ever going to work. It never had a chance. Like, the XFL never had a chance. Uh, The XFL is going to take off here, I think, next year. Yeah, and that's crazy. And it's reboot. You'd think, you know, you'd think they would have learned their lesson, but no. Well, Steve Spurrier is the all-time leader in wins in the AAF with seven. You want to take a guess at who was the leader in passing yards? I'll give you three guesses. And I'm going to narrow down this pick for you. I have no... This quarterback played in a national championship game within the last 10 years. And I don't know... He didn't win this game, but he's the all-time AAF passing yards leader. I have no idea. He played in this national championship game at this school and then transferred to another school in the state of Texas. Can you tell me who the quarterback is? Went from one school to... Chris Leak. That would be much too old. Okay. 2009, national championship game, played in it as a quarterback. Troy Smith. A little too old. Okay. State I, of Texas. I don't, Vince Young. A little too old. Okay. I don't know. I have no clue. 2009. I don't know. He came into the game for Colt McCoy in the 2009. Major Applewhite. No, again, too old. <laughs> His name is Garrett Gilbert. Okay. I would have never guessed that in a thousand years. I think he was the number one quarterback coming out of the state of Texas in high yeah, school. Yeah, I remember the Colt name Colt McCoy now. goes down. Garrett Gilbert comes in. Texas almost beats Alabama, but Alabama wins. I remember the name. but So he's the number one passing yards leader wow. in AAF history. What about John Wolford? Do you know him? No. I have no idea who he is. No. Passing touchdowns leader. Rushing yards, Jarrell Presley? No. Don't know him? No. Trent Richardson rushing touchdowns. There you go. Charles Johnson, 
don't know him. He's probably 25 Charles Johnsons played in the NFL. <laughs> He's the receiving yards leader. So you're starting to see my point here. Yeah. That these people, if they were doing something different, sort of quirky, arena football, I think you could do it. But this, the same brand of football as the NFL, they never had a chance. They never had a chance. No. And it's, I would say, too bad that this league closed down, but I'm not surprised at all. There were people that were telling me, this is the future. This is going to work. These teams are going to be able to do it. This is going to be the minor league system. The Chiefs are going to get all these players. They've already got a bunch of players defensively that should be playing in this league. <laughs> yeah. Eric Murray. They, they, they traded him. Well, they had him. Yeah, they and traded he, him. he would probably not be the best defensive player in this league. Yeah. But I'm real sad to see the AAF go. Did you ever watch a game? I didn't even know it was on. I didn't watch a game. No, I didn't either. What a bummer, Steve. That was a big news story yesterday. And then it was a slow news day. It was sort of a slow news day. All right, Steve. We'll wrap up today's show again tomorrow. No show because the Royals will be on at noon or a little bit afternoon taking on Detroit. Then we've got Bullpup Baseball at 4. Right. So pretty much as soon as the Royals end, we're going to pick it up at the Grand Sports Complex. We'll be back on Friday. And make sure, stop in and get your magazines. I'll have them out at the baseball and softball game tomorrow, though. Or Steve will make more people deliver them across the city, across That's right. the state. That's He'll start, right. He just doesn't want to hand-deliver them. That's right. We'll wrap up today's show. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow at baseball. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.